Jefferson. We'll be set to go here very shortly. Right now, let's hear a couple of fellows cool off during a hot game. Boy, sure is a hot day for a ball game. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder when they're going to air-condition ballparks. I could use some air conditioning in this cigarette. Huh? Sure been tasting hot lately. You ought to switch to cool. Here. Cool? Why not? What do you say? Guess I should have switched to cool a long time ago. Your cigarettes not tasting cool enough till you come up to cool. With rich tobacco, pure white filter, extra coolness too. Feel extra coolness in your throat as cool comes through for you. You'll be smoking cool, cool all the time when you come up to the most refreshing coolness you can get in any cigarette. Smoke cool with the pure white filter. And now up to lead off for the Philadelphia Phillies here in the top half of the first inning is Tony Gonzalez. He's hitting 282. He has two home runs and 31 runs by the death. Pitch to Gonzalez, swung on and foul back into the season out of play. One and two now to the Philly leadoff man. Gonzalez is being platoon these days with right hand batter Cookie Rojas. Gonzalez off to a slow start this season, has come on with a rush of late to move his batting average up to that 282. Hit over 300 in each of the last two seasons. speed. And now Cisco with a one-two pitch and it's in there for a call strike three. Caught him left. Delaware and now Richie Allen's coming up. Hitting 314. He has 19 home runs and 60 runs batted in. Richie Allen who is very much in the running for rookie of the year on here. Is a right-hand batter. And he has a swing and a ground ball is short. It's taken by McMillan. He throws over to Cranville, and there are two men out. And that'll bring up John Callison. He's hitting 273, 20 home runs, and 70 runs out of 
He leads the Bills and runs batted in by a wide margin. He has batted in 70 runs, and uh, Richie Allen has batted in 60. Second place on the club. Callison is a left-hand batter. That pitch is low for a ball. Fritz Canizero catching today for the Mets. Briefly, now looks in for a sign. And here is the 1-0 pitch to John Callison. Swung on and fouled back off the screen out of play. It's 1-1. One one. Wes Covington is waiting on deck for the Bills. And a 1-1 delivery. Swung on and popped up back at second. McMillan goes back and he makes the catch for the out. So John Callison pops out. And Galen Sisko, who warmed up in the bullpen where there is a mound in an effort to be better prepared in the top half of the first inning, gets it out in order with no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Scores the end of a half inning as the Phillies nothing and the Mets coming up nothing. And now here's the answer to a Mets fan's thirst. Cincinnati Reds has hit 255. Give him an overall season's batting average of 208. He's had two home runs and seven runs batted in. He's a right-hand batter. Art Mahaffey, a right-hander on the mound for the Phils, has won 10 and lost five against the Mets this year. He's won two and lost none. His lifetime record against the Mets is four and two. Here's a swing and a ground ball through the hole in the left field for a base hit. Bobby Clouds opening up for the base hit off Mahaffey. Here's the Mets an early base runner. Now Ryan Hunt is coming up. That has a season's average of 305. Four homers and 31 runs batted in. The Mets have been having so much difficulty in uh, the first inning of late that they had Galen Sisko warm up before today's ball game. Not down by home plate where pitchers usually warm up, but out in the bullpen where there is a mound, just as there is out there in the center of the diamond. So Cisco warmed up in the bullpen using the mound and then came on to get the Phillies out in order. In the top half of the first inning, something the Mets had been unable to do in the last six games between the two teams. Now Ron Hunt is up. 
Mahaffey works off the stretch with Klaus taking a lead. And the pitch is a breaking ball in there for a called strike. The Phillies have Frank Thomas at first base, Tony Taylor at second, Bobby Wine at shortstop, and Richie Allen at third. West Covington is in left field, Tony Gonzalez is in center, and John Callison is in right. Clay Dalruffle is the catcher. Mahaffey checks and deals, and the pitch is hit in the air to right field, and Callison chases it over. He's there, and he makes the catch. Clouds halfway, goes back to the bag at first. Callison tries to throw into Thomas at first over his head. It's taken on one hop by Dalrymple at the plate. No advance, one away, and Ed Cranepo's coming up now. The Mets first baseman's hitting 260 for the season. Seven home runs and 25 runs batted in. In the second game of the Twilight Doubleheader, night before last, he had two home runs. circle now for the New York Mets. Mahaffey's 1-0 pitch to Cranepool is in there for a called strike. It's 1-1. One one. Gene Mark up, facing around a little in the Philadelphia Philly dugout, talking it up. Here's a throw over, and Klaus gets back safely. Mahaffey's pitch is in there for a call strike on the inside corner. Cranville started to go held up, and it's a call strike, making it one and two. Mahaffey looks for a side and played out, Ruffle. Now the one-two pitch. Swung on, hit on the ground into right field for a base hit. Charged by Callison, his throw goes to second class on the back there and holding. Crane pulled on with a ground single to right. The Mets have runners at first and second. One man out and Joe Christopher coming up. Christopher has hit safely in eight straight games. During that time, he's gone 13 for 30, which is a clip of 433. His overall season's average is 306, 12 home runs and 53 runs batted in. This is Joe Christopher's fifth streak of more than five games in a row this season. Earlier he had streaks of six, eight, nine, and 12 games. In fact, in the 96 games in which he's batted more than one time, he has hit safely in 74 of the 96. Runners lead at first and second. Pitches outside for a ball. Joe Christopher moved one point ahead of Ron Hunt in the matter of batting averages among the Met regulars. Chris Canizero is hitting 309, but of course this is only his 41st game. Starting the day, Christopher hitting 306, Hunt hitting 305. 1-0 pitch. 
Swung out, hit on the ground, through the hole in the left field for a base hit. Bobby Klaus is coming home. Green pool holds it second. Christopher's on it first for the ground, single to the left, and a run batted in, and the Mets are out in front by a score of one to nothing. Joe Christopher keeps his hitting streak alive at nine straight games. Manager Gene Mock is on his way to the mound. As there's one man out, and the Mets have had three base hits. Roebuck just up to start throwing in the bullpen for the Philadelphia Phillies. So the conference of Gene Mock with Art Mahaffey will serve a dual purpose. It will allow him to settle down his pitcher and also give Roebuck more time in which to warm up. Runners are at first and second. Now Gene Mock turns and goes slowly back to the Philly dugout. Breaks into a jog now. Left hand batter George Altman is coming up for the Mets. Altman's been in something of a slump of late, during which his batting average has shrunk to 215 for the season. He has five home runs and 30 runs batted in. Jim Hickman moves out to the on deck circle. The Mets are leading by a score of one to nothing. Mahaffey is up and set. Pitch to the left-hand batter. Breaking ball in there for a call strike one. Runners lead first and second. Strike one delivery. Swung on and missed. Swung on a breaking ball over the top. It's Two strikes, not Altman. Then Mahaffey sets. Two strike delivery. Here's high and tight. It's one and two now to George Altman. Mets have had three hits and one run here in the bottom half of the first inning. Again, runners lead first and second and the one-two pitch. Swung on and on the ground to first base, charged by Thomas. Goes across to Wine. The ball hits the top of the helmet of Joe Christopher. Goes out into left field. Greenpool comes down to score. Christopher goes to third. And Altman moves to second base. Thomas's throw hits the helmet of Joe Christopher. He still was wearing the hard hat, and now he is putting his hand on the back of his neck. It is a throwing error choice against Frank Thomas. And so the New York Mets have scored twice and have runners at second and third with Jim Hickman coming up. Altman is out on the fielder's choice, and then an error is charged against Frank Thomas that allows runners to move up, and Greenville scoring on the play. Jim Hickman hitting 241 with eight home runs and 36 runs batted in. Philadelphia Phillies bring the infield up now. Breaking ball is inside for a ball. Still one man out. 
The Mets two and the Phillies nothing in the bottom half of the first inning. As he pumps and pitches, breaking ball is tight. Drives Hickman back. It's 2-0. Coaching at third for the Mets and West Westham is on the lines at first, as usual. Here's a 2-0 delivery. Outside, so the count to Hickman goes 3-0 with first base open and Chris Canizero on deck. Now Gene Mark comes out of the dugout. That means that when he crosses that line, Mahaffey's out of the ball game. When he crosses the foul line, Mahaffey's out of the game. That second trip to the mound. So the sign goes to the bullpen for Robux. The count is 3-0 to Jim Hickman as Gene Mock decides to make the change. So that will be all for Art Mahaffey. As Robux will come on here, Mahaffey has retired only one man. So far, he is charged with two runs. On three hits, struck out none and walked none. Now, if Robux should walk Hickman, that walk will be charged against Mahaffey. The runners left on deck of, on base, of course, are charged also to Mike Mahaffey. Robux will be coming in here to make his 42nd game appearance of this season. He has won four and lost two. He has an earned run average of 2.03. Formerly with the Dodgers and formerly with the Senators, Ed Robux. Coming on now for the Philadelphia Phillies, and as he comes in to bring us up to date on the schedule of games around the majors today, here's Ralph Kiner. Well, one game underway in the National League, along with this one, Pittsburgh nothing, Chicago nothing at the end of one. Bob Friend going for the Pirates against Larry Jackson for the Chicago Cubs. That is the first of two. Doubleheader scheduled at Los Angeles, St. Louis there. Doubleheader scheduled at San Francisco, Milwaukee there. And a single night game at Houston with Cincinnati there. In the American League, all single-day games. Yankees out in the top of the first. No score against Baltimore. Salomar pitching for the Yankees. He won his first start since being recalled from Richmond. He has lost none. Pappas going for the Baltimore Orioles. Pappas with 11-5 and five record. At the end of three, the Los Angeles Angels nothing. Washington nothing. Don Lee going for L.A. and pitching for Washington Durham. At the end of one, Chicago one, Boston nothing, Joel Horland going for the White Sox, Connolly going for the Boston Red Sox. Cleveland scheduled at Minnesota and Detroit at Kansas City. So the action getting underway all around the major leagues, and the action right here underway, a fast start for the Mets as they lead 2 nothing and have runners at second and third, and once again, Lindsey Nelson. Okay, Ralph, Ed Roebuck is in there now. Firing in the warm-up tosses as Jim Hickman stands out to one side watching. The count is three balls and no strikes to Jim Hickman as Roebuck takes over here. Pitchers allowed eight warm-up tosses and they're being counted by umpire Paul Fire behind the plate. Roebuck indicates he didn't want that last one, so uh, Paul Fire motions Hickman to step in. It's going to be an intentional walk to Hickman. Ball four will be intentional. There it is. And so the walk is charged against Mahaffey. As Hickman goes to first, the bases are loaded. One man out, and right hand out of Chris Canizero is coming up. As the Phillies drop the infield back now, the double plays up. One man out, the Mets leading 2 nothing. 
Mazzaro has hit safely in eight straight games. And over that stretch, he's gone 13 for 25. That's a clip of 5.20. His season's average is 3.09. Roebuck is up and set now. And the pitch is outside for a ball to Chris Canazero. Joe Christopher at third, George Altman at second, and Jim Hickman at first base. Here's a 1 0 pitch. Swung on it on the ground to third. It is taken there, and the play at the plate, he's out. The force play didn't have to tag him. Richie Allen took that ground ball and fired it to the plate in time to force Christopher. Clay Dalruffle did not have to make a tag. Runners move up. Bases loaded. Two men out, and Roy McMillan is the batter. Play on Christopher goes 5-2 if you're scoring, and now McMillan comes up with a batting average of 217. He has batted in 17 runs. Now it is Altman at third base, Hickman at second, and Canizero at first. The Mets two and the Phillies nothing. Two men out. Robots working off the stretch, and the pitch swung on it in the air to center field. And Tony Gonzalez goes back, but he's there, and he makes the catch for the out. So the Mets are retired in the bottom of the first inning with two runs. On three hits, there was one error and three left. And the score at the end of an inning is the Mets two and the Phillies nothing. This is the concluding game of the current series between the Bills and the Mets. And tomorrow afternoon, the Pittsburgh Pirates will be coming in here. Pittsburgh Pirates will be in for a three-game series featuring Roberto Clemente, who leads the major leagues at bat. He won the batting championship of the National League with a mark of 351 in 1961. And he's way out in front again this year. Of course, Bob Bailey. The sophomore third baseman is in the midst of a hot streak also. Jerry Lynch has been going like a house of fire, swinging a big bat for the Pittsburgh Pirates. So they'll be in here tomorrow afternoon, and they'll be pitching left-hander Joe Giffen against the Mets rookie right-hander Dennis Ryback. Tuesday night, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Mets again, and on Wednesday afternoon, the concluding game of the series. So it is the Pittsburgh Pirates here. Tomorrow afternoon, Tuesday night, and Wednesday afternoon, tickets are now on sale for any future games to be played by the Mets here at Shea Stadium this season. Rod Keneal is out there warming up Galen Sisko while Canizero downs the regalia. He was on base, of course, at the end of the inning. Wes Covington will be up to lead off for the Phillies in the top of the second, facing right-handed Galen Sisko. Now on Art Mahaffey, he pitched the third of the inning, allowed two runs on three, had struck out none and walked one. West Covington has a season's average of 286. He had nine home runs and 44 runs batted in for the Bills. Manager Gene Mark is batting in cleanup. 
Cisco's been sprung on in this for strike one. Clay Dalrymple is waiting on deck. Francisco looks for the sign, has it. Here's the pitch. Swung on, and it's one hop. Taken by Ron Hunt on the edge of the outfield grass, and he throws on to Cranville. One away. Now left-hand batter and catcher, Clay Dalrymple's coming up. Hitting 243 with four home runs and 37 runs batted in. Ruffle and Gus Triandos now form the catching core of the Philadelphia Phillies. They sent Pat Corrales back to Arkansas when they added veteran left-hand pitcher Bobby Schatz last night. This pitch is low for a ball. Schatz was purchased yesterday by the Phillies from the Chicago Cubs and reported here last night, whereas number 59... Cisco deals and the pitch is low for a ball. Two and oh. The deal for Bobby Shant was uh, for cash and a player to be named by October 15th. In more than one occasion in the annals of baseball, the player to be named later turned out to be the player for whom the trade was made. It's 2-0 pitch, and it's in there for a tall strike. Two and one. Two-one delivery, swung on and line foul on the right field line into the seat. And the count holds it 2-2 to Clay Dalrymple. Phillies and preparing themselves for a stretch run added veteran infielder outfielder Frank Thomas obtained by the Mets and veteran left-hander Bobby Shantz from the Chicago Cubs. Shantz thus returns to the city where he was most valuable player for the athletics in 1952. Here's a pitch outside. Full count of three and two to Clay Dalrymple. Pitch. Swung on and pop foul. Off the line at third. Klaus can't get to it because it's in the seat. So the count continues at three and two. And we step out for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY Schenectady where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at Chase Stadium in New York. The Mets are leading the Phillies 2 to nothing, with the Phillies batting in the top of the second. This pitch is swung on, popped up in the left field. Altman jogs in. He's there now, and he makes the catch. Two away. Play down up and swing on a 3-2 pitch to fly out to the left. And Frank Thomas is coming up now. Frank's hitting 274 for the season. He has five home runs and 33 runs batted in. He has three hits last night. Been swinging a big bat on behalf of the Phillies and has taken over that first base position. 
John Ernstein had been playing a lot of first base for the Bills ever since they got rid of veteran Roy Sievers. They sold him on to Washington. So Frank Thomas has uh, taken over as the regular first baseman for the league-leading Bills. Here is one right off the handle. Taken by Cisco. He runs to first and underhands to Crane Cole for the second consecutive inning. Galen Cisco gets the side out in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. And the score at the end of an inning and a half is the Mets two and the Phillies nothing. Has your Ryan goal this inning?
Roberts pitches outside for a ball. Jen Roebuck is set to work. The 1-0 delivery, and it's outside for a ball. 2-0.
Cats are leading by a score of two to nothing. Strike one delivery. Swung on and fouled off. Right off the handle. It's a two-strike count to Crane Pool. And Baltimore, Brooks Robinson has hit a home run for the Orioles in the second inning with nobody on. So with the Orioles still batting in the bottom of the second, it is Baltimore one, the Yankees nothing. Mel Stottlemyre pitching for the Yanks and Mel Pappas for the Orioles. Home run number 20 this year for third baseman Brooks Robinson. Two-strike delivery, and it swung on and missed. Trainville strikes out. First strikeout for Roebuck. And Joe Christopher's the batter now. Joe had a ground single left to drive in the first run of the game in the first inning. And thereby kept his hitting streak alive at nine straight games. His batting average for the season is 308. Robot takes off his cap to mop his brow for a moment. Two men out here. Two men on. Robot sets and deals. Breaking ball is inside to Christopher. Ball one. Christopher hitting cleanup. And manager Casey Stengel's batting order. Pitch swung on and foul off out of play, chopped right down into the dirt, rolled off foul. It's one and one. Right at the barrier, but it drifts on into the seats and out of play. 
Two-strike count to George Altman with Hunt holding at third. Christopher at first. Joe Christopher is two for two today, and he's batted in two runs. Again, set. Pitch is bomb drilled in the left field for a base hit. That comes on the score. Christopher holds it second. Hartman's on at first base with a single to left and a run batted in. And the Mets now lead by a score of four to nothing with Jim Hickman coming up. Jim Hickman's been up one time and was intentionally walked after the count went three and zero. With the count three and zero to him, Mahaffey was taken out of the game. Roebuck was brought in and uh, ordered to intentionally walk Hickman with ball four. A walk charge against Mahaffey. Now catcher Clay Dalrymple moves third baseman Richie Allen astride nearer the line at third base. Bobby Wine has moved way into the hole at shortstop on Jim Hickman. That pitch is in for a call strike. The outfield alignment is left for an house almost straight away, as a matter of fact, with center field attorney Gonzalez shaded toward left, but just barely. Covington, on the other hand, is way over near the line. So there's a big gap up the alley in left center. One delivery. Breaking ball inside. It's 1 1 to Hickman. Let's have two runs in here in the bottom of the second. On four hits, and there's been one Filiera. Christopher is at second base right now, and George Altman is at first base. pitch and it's low for a ball so it goes out three and one now to Hickman Jim settles himself into the batter's box behind the plate. Robux up and set. Runners lead. 3-1 pitch. He's in there for a call strike. So it's the full count to Hickman. 
Two men out, two men on, and the runners will be moving on the pitch. Runners go, payoff pitches it in the center field for a base hit. Christopher is coming to the plate. He scores. Hoffman holds it second, and Hickman is on at first. Line the 3-2 pitch into center field for a base hit and a run batted in, and the Mets lead by a score of 5 to nothing. Chris Canizero will be coming up with runners at first and second. More action in the Philly bullpen now. John Boozer walks around from the bench area out to the mound area of the bullpen. He's in there for a call strike. So it's the full count to Hickman. Two men out, two men on, and the runners will be moving on the pitch. This is 
is a 1-2 delivery. Breaking ball high, and it's 2-2. Two -two. Don't forget to visit Rheingold's little old New York at the World's Fair. Enjoy this authentic corner of New York City as it was in 1904.
One out here in the top of the third. The Mets lead 5-0 over the league-leading Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies have a lead in the National League of four games over the San Francisco Giants. Pittsburgh, who comes in here tomorrow for an afternoon game at 2 o'clock in third place, they are eight games behind. Cincinnati in fourth, eight and a half back. And St. Louis in fifth, they trail by nine and a half games. Now the batter is Bob Wine, the shortstop. And he takes a call strike for strike one. Galen Cisco with a slider down around the knees on the outside part of the plate. Wine batting 306. Make that 206 as we check the stat sheet. Next pitch is a ball, one ball, one strike. One delivery, sidearm, fastball, a swing for strike two. One ball and two strikes as Galen Cisco works to the eighth man. He has picked up seven in a row. Line with four home runs and 32 runs batted in. He is the starting shortstop for the first time in his series. Ruben Amaro had been the starter. Now a swing and a miss, strike three. Second strikeout, the second out here in the top of the third for Galen Cisco, and it brings up the pitcher's position, and we will check now to see whether or not they're going for a pinch hitter. Coming out now. Right-handed batter Alex Johnson batting for the pitcher, Ed Wolfart. Johnson, the right-hand batter. He has been in 14 ball games, had 11 hits and 30 times up for a 367 average. One of the hits, a home run, as a pinch hitter for the Philadelphia Phillies against the Mets. That was the only pinch hit home run the Phillies has had all year long. And he takes a fastball inside. It spins him out. It's ball one. So with Ed Ro Roebuck going out of the game, we'll have Bobby Shanson. He'll be making his first appearance in a Philadelphia uniform in quite some time. Next pitch back, a call strike. It is strike one. Bobby got his greatest claim to fame while pitching for the Philadelphia Athletics back in the early 50s. One time, the most valuable player in the American League. Next pitch back, it is high. A fastball for ball two. Two balls and one strike. One strike. Johnson, 21 years of age, the batter, and he swings hard and misses for strike two. Johnson was playing at Arkansas earlier this year. He batted 321 for that ball club in the Pacific Coast League in 98 games. He had 21 home runs. He was recalled on July 24th. Year before, he was a great player for Twin Falls with 35 home runs. He fouls the next pitch back on the screen. Count stays at two balls and two strikes. Johnson, one of the top young prospects for the very strong Philadelphia Phillies. 1963, he stole 28 bases. Good speed there. 2-2 delivery, hit in the air in foul territory. The ball will go back by the stand. Tennis chasing, and he makes the catch. 
Or did he? Yes, he did. Chris Cannizzaro reached into the stands, a roll back, got the ball in his glove one-handed. He hit the stands and it knocked him back in the playing field. The ball popped out of his glove, but as he went down to the ground, he got it again. A great play by Chris Cannizzaro, and it retires his side. Well, you can't see him any better than that. A one, two, three inning for the third time in a row for Galen Cisco, and the score at the end of two and a half innings. The Mets five, the Philadelphia Phillies nothing. And now let's find out how a fan gets out of an uncomfortable smoking situation. Oh, no. Five straight hits. Boy, they better get a relief pitcher in there. Yeah. And I could sure use some relief from these cigarettes. Oh? How come? Oh, they've been tasting pretty rough lately. Well, I got just what you need. Here, try a cool. Okay. Hey, pretty good, Bill. Oh, sure. I smoke them all the time. Your cigarettes not tasting cool enough till you come up to cool. With rich tobaccos, pure white filter, extra coolness too. can get in any cigarette. Smoke cool with the pure white filter. A new pitcher in the ball game for the New York Mets. Newcomer to the Philadelphia Phillies, that is, Bobby Shad. Bobby was picked up from the Chicago Cubs. He also was with St. Louis this year. He had a 1-3 record with St. Louis in 16 games. With the Cubs, he was 0-1. And he has a record so far for the total year between the two clubs of one win and four losses in 36 games, all in relief. While he warms up, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY. Ralph Kiner, along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. The Mets in front here, 5 to nothing in the bottom half of the third. Bobby Shands taking his warm-up pitches. Preparatory to making his initial appearance for the Philadelphia Phillies. Bob got his start back in 1949 with the Philadelphia Athletics. He had been in the minor leagues one year with Lincoln in 1948, 118 to lead the league and lost seven. 49, his first year in the major leagues, he was six and eight. 1958 and 14, 1951, 18 and 10 for the last place athletics. Then in 1952, Bobby was the most valuable player in the American League with a 24 and 7 year for the Philadelphia Athletics. And now the first pitch for the Philadelphia Phillies as he works to Roy McMillan. It's outside, a sinking fastball down below the knees, ball one. It's a line drive, base hit over the third baseman's head, down the left field line. McMillan rounds at first base, and he holds. West Covington fires on in, and the Mets continue their hitting as they pick up a base hit now against Bobby Shan. For the Mets, their ninth base hit in the ballgame. They lead 5 to nothing, and the batter coming up, Galen Sisko. Galen fired out the deep right field his first time up. Now, a hand 
and from this large crowd here today. Mets in the first two games drew 42,806 and 31,344 for a total attendance for the first two games of the series of 74,130. Right here today, the Mets could very easily go over the 100,000 mark for the three-day series. Dalen Sisko now in the batter's box, batting at 086. He has three hits and 35 times up. And he hits the first pitch foul for strike one. One strike count with Roy McMillan at first base. diminutive type build working on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. Now he goes to the plate. The runner goes a wild pitch. The ball off by the catcher. And Millen goes on to second and holds there as Clay Dalrymple comes back to pick up the ball. And the official score giving no credit to Roy McMillan for a stolen base. A wild pitch going against Bobby Shad. Roy McMillan was running on the pitch. And he had a big jump against Bobby Shands, and Shands, seeing him go, tried to hurry the pitch up and threw it wild. Last night, Jack Fisher was extremely unhappy with the official score, giving a base hit to Richie Allen on a bunt back to the mound, and Fisher threw the ball to second base offline, and he had a chance to pick up a forced play. Roy McMillan who was the man who received the throw at shortstop, said if the throw had been straight, they would have had the force play at second base. As a result of the base hit being scored, our base hit, Jack Fisher got six earned runs against his record. If the ball had been scored the other way as an error, Fisher would have had six unearned runs going in the books, and that would not count against his record. As far as... Fisher was concerned and also the management. Next pitch is bunted, but bunted foul. One ball and two strikes. Ball players are very, very aware of scoring, and of course they should be because in the records, their major argument for salary at the end of the year. Base hits, of course, are all on the credit side. And for a pitcher, basically one of their big arguing points is their earn run average. And Fisher got six earned runs against his record, which will really show up at the end of the year. Now the one-two delivery. It is run into first base, a perfect punt taken by Frank Thomas. This goes stopped, and Thomas moves in to make the tag, but going to third base with no play at all on him, Roy McMillan. the Mets leading five to nothing. The batter will be Bobby Cloud. Bobby has two singles and two times up and has scored two runs. His average now up to 219. Last night he made the record books when he hit into a triple play. Fourth triple play in the National League this year. The Mets have been involved in two, one on the hitting end and the other on the defensive end. They had made a triple play in the field against the San Francisco Giants in the 23 inning ball game. Infield being pulled in by Gene Mock. They're going to try and cut off the run. And here's the first pitch by Shantz. It is down low, a sinking fastball, ball one. 
stands five foot six and a quarter inches tall, weighing 154 pounds. 38 years of age and a ball hit by the third baseman in the left field of base end. Going from third is Roy McMillan and Bobby Klaus on at first base with his third base in. That is his first run batted in. The Mets now take a 6 nothing lead here with one out in the bottom half of the third. And it brings up Ron Hunt. Run batted in number eight for Bobby Klaus. Ron Hunt, the batter, has a total of 31 runs batted in with a 3.06 batting average. Ron ex executed a perfect hit and run play in the second inning to move Bobby Klaus from first to third, where he later scored. And the first pitcher calls strike one. left-hand pitcher taking the sides now into the stretch position and his pitch to the plate a let up low and outside it's ball one one ball one strike Stepping out of the batter's box, looking down to Don Hefner, the third base coach, and now he's going down to check all the way on as what the sign might be. In this spot, hit and run play could be put on. Bunt would not be in order. So you'd have to assume that he's checking out completely on the hit and run setup. Taylor now talking with Bob Wine out behind second base, and they're talking about who might cover on a given pitch on the hit-and-run play. Ron on the hit-and-run play his last time up hit the ball to right field. Of course, the defensive alignment has to figure out who will cover. Usually, it's determined by the pitch, but in many cases, with a good hit-and-run player, they try to outguess him and figure which way he might be going. Against the left-hander, you might figure him to pull the ball. Next pitch is hit in the right center. Could be for extra bases. Coming over strong is Johnny Kellison, and he makes the play. Going back to first base after moving on down towards second base is Bobby Cloud. That ball hung up in the air a little bit too high, and it gave Johnny Callison, who plays a very shallow right field, time to get to it. Now with two men away, the batter's Ed Cranepool. Ed with a base hit and two times up. Batting at 262. Mets have six runs on ten hits. Phillies no runs and no hits. Two men out, bottom half of the third. And the first pitch to Cranepool, a call strike at the knees, a fastball on the outside corner. That single to right field after starting pitcher Art Mahaffey is first time up. And there's a ball hit in the air to left field, moving over to his left, and now waiting is West Covington. He makes the catch and it retires the side. In the inning, the Mets pick up one run on two hits. There were no errors. One man left on base in the score at the end of three. New York Mets six. The Philadelphia Phillies, nothing. Say, where are you right now? Out at Jones Beach, Coney Island, the Jersey Shore. 
Or maybe you're relaxing at home with your shoes off and your feet up. Some of you, no doubt, are out for a drive, exploring the fascinating wilds of New Jersey, or enjoying the beauties of nature, high up in the Orange Mountains, or the Wachong Mountains. Could be you're cruising around the Catskills, or exploring the Hudson Valley. Perhaps you're on a picnic in old Connecticut, or wherever you are along the Rangel Beach. Whatever you're doing, one thing's for sure. You're hearing us loud and clear, and that means you're someplace near the best of beers, Rheingold Extra Dry. If you're thinking about a tall, cool Rheingold right now or enjoying one, well, I can't blame you. Because on thirsty days like this one, nothing quenches like Rheingold Extra Dry. Rheingold is as good to your taste as it is to your thirst. Rheingold after Rheingold. Got a side out down the right field line that says, Totem Home Village. Another one, Great Net loves the mess. A big one held up there. Moving to the top of the fourth inning, Galen Sisko working for the Mets in the final game of this series. So far, Galen has worked in order through the first three innings. One, two, three. Hardest ball hit was a ground ball to second base hit by Wes Covington. He was thrown out. So we have the top of the batting order. Tony Gonzalez, the leadoff man, coming in here. He struck out looking at a fastball his first time up. Batting at 281. And Sisko with a fastball that moves away from the plate for ball one. Pitch up around the letters. One ball, no strike. Sisko looking for his first win over the Philadelphia Phillies. Fastball back in the center field of base hit. Ball picked up by Jim Hickman, and Tony Gonzalez gets the first hit and becomes the first man to reach first base in this ball game off Gaines Cisco. No one out top of the fourth, the batter will be Richie Allen. Johnny Callison trying to hold up, and Chris Catazero calls the 
foul tip to the attention of the home plate umpire, Paul Pryor. He then made the sign that the ball was a foul ball, and now Cisco out in front of 0-2. Phillies now have a total of 88 home runs. And a two-strike delivery, a call strike three on the outside corner, and Dallison didn't like the call. Cisco's fastball moving just out and catching the outside corner. That is his third strikeout, and his first out here in the top of the fourth inning. Now the batter is West Covington. West grounding out to second base his first time up, batting 272. Philadelphia Phillies, two. When it comes to avoiding heat, humidity, and thirst, 
here along the Rheingold Beach. Position is 9 tenths of the law. That's right. I said position. Get comfortable. That's the first thing you do. Relax on your favorite couch or easy chair, or if you have the ability, rig up a hammock. Keep plenty of pillows on hand underneath the hammock in case you fall out. Put your feet up. Keep the mess games tuned in loud and clear, but not too loud so the noise of the crowd doesn't jar you. The most important thing about your position is that you leave at least one hand free to be in position or possession of Rheingold Extra Dry. As good to your taste as it is to your thirst, Rheingold after Rheingold. Hope you're in that fortunate position right now, wherever you may be listening along the Rheingold Beach. Hope you're enjoying a refreshing Rheingold. in case you're keeping a close tabulation of the score on the scorecard, the official score here today has changed the wild pitch that was charged against the pitcher, Bobby Shantz, with Roy McMillan on to a stolen base for Roy McMillan, which Roy will like and so will Bobby Shantz. Roy was going on the pitch, and in a situation like that, generally the benefit of the doubt is given to the base runner. Now it's Joe Christopher against Bobby Shantz, the first man up here in the fourth, and he takes the call strike. Strike one. One strike delivery back again, a fastball for strike two. Again, Joe Christopher taking. Joe has had two hits and two times up and driven in two runs. Get a very important base in the second inning with two men out to keep a rally going. Mets picked up three runs, one of them on the base hit, and two others later on. Now Joe again taking inside, but this time the ball is off of the plate. One ball and two strikes. Christopher has hit in nine consecutive games. And with his two for two here in his first two times up, his average up to 310. One two delivery, fastball outside, it's ball two. Bobby Shan throws a sinking type fastball and at times will change up off the fastball and that will turn into just about a screwball. Not actually a screwball per se, but it does move down and out to a right hand batter. Also throws a good slow curve ball and has a great idea on the mound. Next pitch is hit in the air in the center field. Coming over from right field is Johnny Callison. Also there is Tony Gonzalez. And Callison makes the catch as he has a better chance against the Sun. One man out. And that'll bring up George Altman. Bobby Shantz getting back to him is also one of the greatest fielding pitchers in the game today. And when he had the good fastball, he was a great pitcher. He hurt his arm and has never acquired the fastball he had back in 1953. He was on the disabled list from June 24th to October 1st in 1954. He went to the Yankees, then was drafted by Washington, traded by Washington to Pittsburgh, drafted by Houston from Pittsburgh, and traded to St. Louis, and then traded on to Chicago. First pitch to George Altman, a foul ball. Strike one. Altman 
swings and fouls one to the right side down the line for strike two. George with a base hit and two times up. He has a run battered in, batting at 217. Strike delivery, a broken bat. The ball hit down at first base. Frank Thomas takes it, goes to the bag, and he has only two more steps to make to pick up the bat, which went on out to first base. Ball just shattered the bat, and the big end of it going out, being picked up now by West Western. Two men away, and Jim Hickman comes in. Jim with a walk, an intentional pass, and the first inning and a base hit on a 3-2 pitch to drive in a run. The last run scored by the Mets, they lead 6-2. And he has a swing, and he misses for strike one. Only one home run in the ball game, that by Richie Allen. It was his 20th of the year and set a club record for the Philadelphia Phillies as a rookie player. One strike delivery, bounced slowly down towards short, picked up by Bob Wine, is run across the first base in time by two steps and retires the side. So for the first time in the ball game, the Philadelphia Phillies get the Mets out in order, and the score at the end of four, the Mets six on ten hits, the boys two runs on two. And now once again, here's Lindsay. All right, Ralph, and we'd like to call the attention of Mets fans to a special event that's going to be coming up here next Saturday afternoon. It's the annual game between the Mets and their sons, and it will uh, be preliminary to the Mets-Cubs game here at Shea Stadium next Saturday. Of course, the father-son game is totally unrehearsed. It must be. The youngsters, some of them as young as two years old, do just what comes naturally, and that's one of the most entertaining features of the whole afternoon. They're outfitted, of course, in uniforms, and uh, they'll hit the ball, run the wrong way, or cut across from first to third. It's uh, it's a fun time. Kids love it, of course, and so do the dads. And all the youngsters will be wearing real match uniforms, with especially tailored for them. And uh, they, of course, many of them, with mannerisms, try to imitate their fathers. So don't miss this attraction. Mets father and son game next Saturday before the regularly scheduled game between the Mets and the Chicago Cubs. We'll be going to the top half of the fifth inning, and Frank Thomas will be up to lead off against Galen Sisko. Sisko retired the first nine men that he faced before he gave up the single to Gonzalez and the home to Richie Allen, and then he retired the next three men. Through the first four innings of play, the Mets six runs on ten hits, no errors. The Phillies two runs on two hits, two errors. Grounded out pitcher to first. Galen Sisko with the delivery. Breaking ball in there for a call strike to Frank Thomas. Again, Sisko deals, and the ball is bunted foul as Frank Thomas tried to bunt his way on, trying to push it down the third baseline. A two strike count now to Thomas.
Johnny Taylor is waiting on deck for the Bills here in the top half of the fifth inning. Two-strike delivery, and it's fired outside for a ball. It's one and two. Francisco looks for a sign from Chris Canizero. The one-two pitch. Low and outside. It's 2-2. Two -two. Ball was blocked by Canizero. Paul Pryor, the umpire, is inspecting it and leaves it in play. Two. 
manager, Bobby Shantz, is due up next. There is nobody on deck at this moment for the Phils. Rheingold Extra Dry. 
Maybe you're headed in that direction right now. If you are, I can't really blame you because Rheingold is as good to your taste as it is to your thirst. And that, my friend, is everything a beer should be. Extra dry brewing makes the difference. Makes Rheingold so smooth, so crisp, so completely satisfying. Yes, sir. Whenever you're a little warm or thirsty, whenever you're in the mood for the thirst-quenching refreshment of great beer, you want Rheingold Extra Dry. In bottle, can, or tap, in fast tap cans or chug in the economical quart size bottle, Rheingold is as good to your taste as it is to your thirst. Rheingold after Rheingold. Have a cool, refreshing glass right now. We'll be going to the bottom of the fifth. Before we do, we pause the station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Steiner at Shea Stadium in New York. Cookie Rojas now comes into the ballgame and charts up for the fills in place of Bobby Wise. To lead off for the Mets is the catcher, Chris Canadero. Nothing for two today. Bobby Shaft steals and the pitch is low for a ball. The Mets are leading in this game by a score of 6-2. They're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Down ball. The third and on through for a base hit. Richie Allen moved his left, couldn't come up with that one, and Chris Canadero keeps his inning streak alive. He is hit safely in nine straight games now. And that brings up Roy McMillan, who is one for two. That was a leadoff base hit for Canadero. And Clay Dalrymple again wants to get something settled with Bobby Shantz on the mound. Art Mahaffey started this game, but the Bills worked the third of an inning. Gave up two runs on three hits. Ed Roebuck came in, worked an inning in two-thirds. Gave up three runs on five hits, and now it's Bobby Shantz. Shantz has to try down in order in the bottom of the fourth. First time that the Mets have been out in order in this game. Runner goes and pitches back to the mound. Taken by Shantz. He goes to Rojas and the runner is safe as the ball is dropped. And McMillan's on at first base. Rojas trying to claim that he didn't drop it, but he dribbled it a couple of times. And Ken Burkhart, the umpire, turns a deaf ear to his protest. Louding in safely at second, Chris Canizero. And McMillan's on at first. That'll bring up Galen Sisko in a punt situation. The hit and run was on. And McMillan's ground ball went back to Shantz. He threw to Rojas, who dropped the ball, and the runner was safe. We'll wait for the official scorer's interpretation. It's a little safer that way. And the official scorer charges an error against Bobby Shantz on the throw. Francisco turns to Button, takes outside the ball one. They'll make it a fielder's choice and an error. Charge against the pitcher.
chances up and set. Cisco bluffs the button, takes the full catch. One and one. He spread his feet around and then from that stand took the full rip of the ball. Got to him as one and one. Frank Thomas is in on the edge of the grass at first base. Even with the edge of the grass is Richie Allen at third. Pitch, he squares the punt, takes it in there, and the throw goes to second, and Canizaro to third is out. As that play went, two, six, five. Jalen Sisko spread around the punt, tried to punt it and missed. And Canizaro had come way down the line, though, and the throw went to second. He tried to make it to third and did not. He is out two, six, three, the count to Sisko, two, six, five. And the count to Sisko is one ball and two strikes. First, Roy McMillan. Mets are leading in the game by a score of 6-2. One-two pitches outside. Under 2-2 now to Cisco. In San Francisco now, Willie McCovey is homered off Frank Larry of the Milwaukee Braves in the second. Giants leading 2-0. Still batting in the bottom of the second. And now... Cisco turns to bunt and is out as he bunted a third strike foul. Credit a strike out to Bobby Shant. Two away, and that will bring up Bobby Cloud. The Mets have Cisco bunting all the way. Bobby Cloud coming up his three for three today. He has scored two runs and batted in one. He has his season's batting average up to 224. Pitch is low for a ball to Klaus. Two men out and the runner at first for the Mets batting in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Jan Shant steals to Klaus. The swing and a foul ball to the right side out of play. At Minnesota, Harmon Killebrew in the fourth inning has homework for the Minnesota Twins in the bottom of the fourth with one on. His 42nd home run of this season. Minnesota Twins are leading by a score of three to nothing. Still batting in the bottom of the fourth against the Cleveland Indians. That's Siebert against Grant. Zora Versailles, home in the third with nobody on for Minnesota. Ivan Killebrew with 42 home runs thus far. Here's a 1-1 pitch, and it's outside, way outside, two and one. Killebrew leads the major leagues, of course, in home runs. the Mets are leading the Phillies by a score of 6-2. to 2-1 pitch. Swung on. Hit on the ground towards third. A foul ball. Richie Allen gloves it in foul territory. That'll bring Clouds back with a 2-2 count. Clouse is four for four. Four straight hits here. 
Here's the mess runners at first and third, and Wild Hutt's coming up with two men out. So Bobby Cross has four hits. He scored twice himself, and he's batted in a run. Big day for the fellow the Mets got from the Cincinnati Reds. One for three. Or rather, a chance to pitch it in there for a called strike. And his lead first and third. Bobby Chance with the pitch it way outside for ball one and one. Let's now have six runs on 12 hits. Phillies have two runs on two hits. And it's low for ball. Two and one. Macmillan leaves leaves at third and Klaus at first. Two on pitch. He's in there for a call strike. Two and two and out of hunt. Side on that time to Ed Cranville. 
Here is a pitch that is low for ball. Two and one. That's they've had three hits in the inning. There's been one Philadelphia era. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Here's a pitch low for a ball. We're still checking out the many entries we've received in the Rheingold Senior Citizen Search. As soon as we've determined who our oldest entrant is, we'll let you know. Right here, the Captain Crane build is three balls and one strike. Joe Christopher on deck. 3-1 offering. Here's a call strike on the outside corner. Three and two, now the Crane build. Faces an imaginary trajectory of the ball just outside, facing it with his bat. And here is the payoff pitch, swung on and fouled off. Count holds full at three and two. defense moves around to play Cranville to pull. Chance starts the motion for the payoff pitch. Swung on and popped up. Foul back at first. Thomas gives it a run. So does Chance. It's in the seat back of the dugout. Count holds three and two. At San Francisco, Willie Mays has hit another home run off Frank Larry. That's two for Willie in this game, numbers 36 and 37 for the season. McCovey also has hit one. Giants are leading 3 nothing, still batting in the bottom of the third against the Milwaukee Braves. First game of a doubleheader. Frank Larry pitching for the Braves, and Gaylord Perry is pitching for the San Francisco Giants. on three hits there with one error and one man left and it's towards the end of five is the Mets eight and the Phillies two. Pittsburgh Pirates will be in here tomorrow afternoon, Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon, and then the Chicago Cubs will be in next weekend. And then on uh, Monday night, that is a week from tomorrow night, it'll be the Mayor's Trophy game here at Chase Stadium between the New York Mets and the New York Yankees. That is Monday night, August 24th. Of course, uh, the game was previously scheduled and was rained out. So uh, I hope you're still holding on to those rain checks because they will be honored here on Monday night the 24th. General admission seats will go on sale at 545 that night. That is the Mayor's Trophy game between the Mets and the Yankees here at Shea Stadium. The night of the 24th of August. Moving to the top half of the sixth inning, it'll be top of the batting order up for the Phillies. Tony Gonzalez, who got the first hit for the Phillies in this game, off Cisco in the top of the fourth. He was on base when Richie Allen hit his succeeding home run. Gonzalez has a season batting average right now, 284.
Gonzalez is the left hand batter. Facing right hand pitcher, Galen Sisko. As a swing and a fly ball to the left that is sending Altman back into the warning track. He's there and makes the catch. Gonzalez hit that one deep to left about 350 feet. Now Richie Allen is the batter. Grounded out and hit a two run homer. Allen has hit 20 home runs in this his rookie year. Counters rookie year with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ralph hit 23 home runs. Went on, of course, to become one of the great home run knockers of all time. Here's a pitch in to Richie Allen. A strike one. Cisco deals, and that's lined in the left field for Richie Allen base hit. That is only the third hit for the Phillies off Cisco, and Richie Allen has two of them. Johnny Callison is coming up. He has popped the short and was called out on strike. Swung on and fouled off. Governor Jim Hall 
Hendricks from taking that shot. Two and one. Bobby Shen. And that pitch is hand tight for ball one. 
And Cannizzaro's coming up. Chris Single has enough to keep his hitting streak alive at nine straight games. Cannizzaro's season batting average right now is 310. Now the Phil's drop the infield back to double play depth with one man out.
the Met nine and the Phillies two. And now coming in to detail the remainder of this ball game and for Rango extra dry, here's Bob Murphy. Thank you very much, Lindsay. You know, everybody talks about the good old days. And now Rangel brings them back in style at the New York World Fair. Yes, sir, Rangel's Little Old New York is a nostalgic recreation of a corner of New York City as it was in 1904. A contrast to the strange and wonderful jet-faced signs you see at most of the other fair exhibits. Make it your own private oasis every time you visit the fair. Now, when your feet are tired, when you're hungry or thirsty, head right for Rangel's Little Old New York right across from the spectacular fountain of the planets. You'll find tasty snacks and fine meals, old-fashioned, moderate prices. You'll find a relaxing village green. You'll also find your favorite beer, refreshing Rheingold Extra Dry. So enjoy the real old-fashioned hospitality of Rheingold's Little Old New York whenever you're at the World's Fair. Now, before Clay Dalrymple comes up in the seventh, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. For baseball, for the best in music, for comprehensive, reliable news reporting, stay tuned to WGY. Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer. It's the seventh inning in Shea Stadium with the Mets leading Philadelphia 9-2. Clay Dalrymple has flied to left and grounded out second to first, nothing for two. Dalrymple, left-handed batting catcher in the Mets claim as a full hitter swung around to right. Hit a foul down the first baseline and caroms off the field back seats. No play. New York, nine runs, 14 hits, and no errors. Philadelphia, two runs, three hits, and three errors. Now, Dow Rebel swishing the bat around, cocks it off the shoulder. Pitch by Gillen, hit foul down the left field line. Everybody giving chase, but it'll be out of reach. Sails into the crowd, and the count now is strike two on Dow Thomas on deck, and then Tony Taylor. Two strike delivery. High fly, hit down the right field line. If that stays fair, it could do it. It's back by the wall, and Christopher in the corner makes the catch. Right in the foul corner, the ball is caught by Joe Christopher. He disappeared from view. He went across the line and over in the extreme... Right field foul corner where there's about a 12-foot recession as the stands slope right back against the barrier. So Joe Christopher, after a long run, right up against the barrier in the deep foul corner, makes the grab. Frank Thomas, the batter. Big Frank Hippleston two times up. Line drive in the air to left center field. Altman running hard is getting, won't be able to get to it. It drops in for a base hit. Thomas takes the turn and he's out with a single to left center. Now the hitter is Tony Taylor and 
that's only the fourth hit given, given up by Galen Sisko. Phillies scored their two runs in the fourth inning on a single by Tony Gonzalez and a home run by Richie Allen. Tony Taylor has grounded out to short and been hit by a pitch, nothing for one. Taylor hitting a 248 right hand butter. Cisco fires a smash to second, taken on a hop by Hunter. He's coming for one on the green pool, double play, the side is out. They had the double play made before Tony Taylor got halfway down the line on a low line drive played on one hop by Ron Hunt. Side out in the seventh, no runs, one hit, no errors, none left on. And the score at the end of six and a half innings, the Mets nine and the Phillies two. Now here's some advice for all smokers who are dissatisfied with their present cigarette. Your cigarette's not tasting cool enough unless you're smoking cool. What kind of cigarette do you smoke? Plain, filter, or one of those new menthols? Makes no difference. You're not smoking cool enough till you come up to cool. Only cool gives you rich, mellow tobaccos and extra coolness you draw free and easy through cool's pure white filter. That refreshing extra coolness you feel in your throat. Cool's menthol magic brightens taste refreshing all day through. Feel extra coolness in your throat as cool comes through for you. You'll be smoking cool, cool all the time when you come up to cool. Cool. Filter Kings with the pure white filter. Last half of the seventh inning. The Nets coming up against the veteran southpaw Bobby Shen. Bobby came on in the third inning. Has now pitched four innings in relief, allowed four runs, and given up six base hits. Deserved a better break, though. One fly ball was lost in the sun for a three base hit that brought in two of the four runs. Good hand for Galen Sisko. Galen pitching a strong four hitter. Now Shans out of his wind up the pitch. Breaking ball at the knees. Strike one call. Good crowd this afternoon, 24,486. Here's the land of pitch on the way. A grounder smacked on the left side of the diamond. The off-beat hop played by Richie Allen. He pegs to Thomas in time, getting Galen Sisko. Well, the Mets and the Phillies in their three-date series almost attract 100,000. They just missed it. 98,616. Now Bobby Klaus is coming up, trying for his shot at a club record. Bobby has four for four. Record for the number of hits in one ball game by a Mets player is five by Dick Smith against the Cubs. It's in, strike one call. Dick Smith had five for six in the 19 to one drubbing. The Mets handed the Cubs one afternoon at Wrigley Field this year. In comes the pitch to class, low and outside, one ball and one strike. Pittsburgh playing a doubleheader in Chicago today. Then they fly into New York and open a three-game series with the Mets tomorrow afternoon. Ground ball hits the shortstop. Fielded by Cookie Rojas. He whips it on to first in time. Two in down. Bobby Klaus out for the first time this afternoon. Thrown out by the shortstop. Two men away. Remember, smokers, through Cool's Pure White Filter comes the most refreshing coolness you can get in any cigarette. 
hits and four times at bat and two RBIs. Brown hit the fly ball to right center left to the sun by Gonzalez in the fifth inning that went for a triple and two RBIs. Takes it outside, one ball and no strikes. He executed the hit and run play to perfection back in the second inning when with Bobby Klaus on the run. Tony Taylor running over towards second to cover for the play. Hunt bounced the ball right back through his position for a base hit to right field to help build a run. Now the pitcher on the way. He holds up on a low breaking pitch. Two balls and no strikes. Pitches on the outside corner for a call strike. It's two and one. Two one delivery. There goes the bat. It slips out of Ron's hands as he was fooled on the pitch. And the count is even two and two. That sails all the way down to where Don Hefter stands on the coaching lines at third. New York, nine runs, 14 hits. Philadelphia, two runs and four hits. It's the home seventh inning. We'll bring you right up to date on all the scores of the other games at the end of the inning. Thirty-eight-year-old Bobby Shans pitching in relief for Philadelphia. Two-two delivery. In the air to left center on a drive, running hard. Fortis Gonzalez back by the track. He's got it for the out. Real good play by Tony Gonzalez. He was running at full speed when he reached out and made a backhand grab of that line drive in the alley in left center. He was right on the edge of the track when he got it. Side out of the seventh inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. Seven complete, the Mets nine, and the Phillies two. Now here's Rob to bring you right up to date on the other ball game. In the first of two games, the Chicago Cubs scored three runs in the bottom half of the fifth. They lead three to one after seven and one half innings. Now pitching for Pittsburgh, Bork, and pitching for Chicago, Don Elston. In the first of two, the St. Louis Cardinals are out in the top of the first inning. The Dodgers coming to bat. Gordon Richardson going for the Cardinals against Sandy Koufax. Koufax looking for his 19th win. He's lost five. In the first of two, Milwaukee trailing San Francisco three to two after four and a half innings. Home runs by Mays and McCovey for the three runs. Mays having two is 36 and 37. Larry and Gaylord Perry, the opposing pitchers in that game. And in a single night game, the schedule shows Cincinnati and Houston. In the American League at the end of eight innings, the New York Yankees three, Baltimore one. Now Salomire pitching for the Yankees. Miller now pitching for the Baltimore Orioles. Brooks Robinson, a home run for Baltimore, is 20th. Lopez, a home run for the Yankees in the 8th with no one on. Washington over Los Angeles. 